Hey, thanks for checking out my podcast. I've done too many takes of this, so I'm just going to get this one out, and hopefully I get it right, because this is the last take. I'm going to be doing a series of book reviews. I'm going to be releasing the videos live on my Facebook group, Self-Aware Strategies with Jace. These are book reviews um, and also just idea reviews of knowledge that has changed the way I believe in myself, my intelligence, my choices, and even how I look at my own beliefs. And I delve into these philosophies and discuss these thought leaders that have led me to this point. And then I really just realized that, you know, we're all in the same place at different times and none of them led me. I'm not looking to lead you. We're all just sharing ideas that were here before us. They'll be here after us. These are just the ideas that I found that work for myself and hopefully they can inspire you to figure out what works best for you. All right, I look forward to talking to more. Feel free to submit questions if you use the Anchor app. This podcast is available everywhere. And if you want to interact with me, join my Facebook group or join me on Anchor. And uh, look forward to sharing more with you. Hey guys, so this is gonna be my first book review video give a little bit of intro of what's going on right now my wife and I decided to go to Walmart do some grocery shopping because we've gotten used to life in Mexico where Walmart is the nice place to go shopping so when we're in America we tend to continue that habit and uh starting to learn certain things about cultural differences between people who come from Mexico to America and realize maybe that a lot of them shop at Walmart because it's the nice store in Mexico. But anyways, um, it, was, uh, it was a tough decision to figure out which book to start reviewing. Um, there are so many important ones that I've read so far, and uh, probably, you know, I, I talk about a lot of them quite often. I bring up Anti-Fragile by Nassim Nicholas Taleb, you know, he's also the author of uh, Black Swan and Skin in the Game. Uh, he has some great books, and uh, Michael Lewis, one of my favorite storytelling authors, tells non-fiction stories like a novel flash boys is probably the first audiobook i read that got me into audiobooks and it was just like really changed the way i viewed the you know things that i had been told in the world especially about something as important as the stock market but he writes a lot of financial books and sports books and i was thinking about it you know like all of these books have great you know lessons to learn but which one is the most important to me and I realized it's not any of the books that I learned anything new from it's a book I read actually very recently that I thought I had read about a year ago Um, but the fact of the matter is I had read about the first maybe two or three chapters of it and stopped and I didn't even remember that I thought I had finished it because I've read a lot of Robert Greene's other books and um, 
I always referred the 50th law because, you know, a, a great friend told me to read that and, you know, I, I thought I had finished it, but it was just, the message was so far beyond me at the time that it, the, the information was so worthless that I put it down, had, you know, probably somewhere over the past year or so, had convinced myself that I had finished it because it didn't matter if I had just started or finished it. it. It was meaningless to me. So I somehow even changed my own memory on finishing the book. But um, I picked it up again, you know, at the request of that same friend a, a couple of months ago. And um, I started reading it. I'm like, yeah, I remember this. And then I got past chapter three and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Like hearing this audio book, like this is all you know, new words, but I'm, one of the most amazing things I learned is, you know, a year ago, that information would have been new. Now, I've been applying it for almost six months. I found it through other sources, but honestly, the 50th law was, if I had read that a year ago, who knows, maybe I would have been figuring out some of these things over a year ago. And... So I, I finished the book, and I'm like, just constantly, every single chapter, I'm like, yes, yes, like, this is exactly what I've been applying and struggling to figure out, and, you know, of, of course, I've read most of Robert Greene's other works, Mastery is his magnum opus, that, you know, the 48 laws of power that, you know, got him attention as an author, led into eventually the 50th law after a few other books, and the 50th law combines, you know, everything taught in the 48 laws of power and saying all of these people have a sense of fearlessness and he teamed up with 50 cent to write the 50th law on you know how to conquer fear it's uh it's almost a modern retelling of marcus aurelius's meditations which is you know it's just a very very old book um about how to confront fear um, that has been retold over and over, you know, sometimes more effective than even Marcus Aurelius. I mean, the, the New Testament is just a retelling of these eternal principles that, you know, are found in Marcus Aurelius's works, uh, the New Testament and other scripture and other motivational books. And the 50th law is Robert Greene and 50 cent retelling the same things that have been told for you know millennia through you know prophets through you know spiritual leaders through gurus through jesus christ through um you know marcus aurelius it's just a new modern retelling with words and experiences that we can relate to and i realized when i finished this book it's I had nothing new that I had learned. It was much more concise than any other method I had used to learn this information over the past few years through my own personal experiences and learning from others in books and applying it, gaining the evidences I needed to understand and practice these truths. But um, I have to say that even though I didn't get anything new to apply from the 50th law when I read it a couple of months ago, um, I regret not reading it sooner, and I regret, um, I regret just not believing in myself and in things that 
I couldn't believe to make use of it sooner. But even though I have those regrets, it's, you know, there's no negativity attached to those regrets. That regret is just a, a data point, a lesson to be learned that, you know, I need to keep questioning my own beliefs, especially when they're self-limiting. Um, these belief constructs that our society is built on, whether it's, you know, belief in God, belief in, you know, good parents or good parenting, belief in, you know, a good society, a belief in good things, good, a good country, a, a good system of authority. Thing is, is not that, you know, beliefs aren't right or wrong or good or bad or righteous or evil. The bad thing about beliefs is that we limit ourselves with them because we rely on them more than we rely on ourselves. And if our beliefs are based on eternal principles, you can question those beliefs. You can question the fear that's telling you not to question those beliefs. And when you do, an amazing things ha- amazing things happens. You understand the principle behind the beliefs and you don't care how the beliefs are said, how they're presented, you know, what's the right or wrong way to share the beliefs or talk about the beliefs. It's if the principle is sound, it doesn't matter if you're living the principles and you say, you know, your beliefs come from this area or your beliefs come from God or your beliefs come from the universe. It doesn't matter. It's just semantics. It's if the principles are being enacted in your choices. You know, and you're not limited by fear. You start to see the world as much less different and more where you're alike. And if you can see the world with less fear of what is different and what has to be wrong and realize that these constructs of wrong and evil and bad and failure are just controlled environments of, you know, what is right, what is good, what is true... It's all of these things have a negative opposite, but they are all created. They all change over time. The definitions of what's wrong or failure or false or untrue, those definitions change over time. And sometimes what's right is taught to be wrong, but if it gives good results, then, you know, you you can't... You can't create darkness. You can create light, and light is eternal. You can stop light. You can halt it. You can control, you know, light from getting into an environment to breed darkness. But, you know, only truth is eternal, and it can be stopped and halted. But just because you have a controlled environment where something is wrong or false, it's the fear of that there is no other way keeps us from finding, you know, a better way, because nothing is ever 100% right. Nothing is ever 100% right. And that's what the, the process of eternal progress is, because if nothing is ever 100% right, then there's always a way to improve on it, always. And the belief that there isn't is, you know, not an eternal belief, that something, you know, can be perfect to the point where it's unchanging. Either we have a bad definition of perfect and we are limited by fear that says perfect means unchanging, but perfect means always changing and always improving. And that if you improve 1%, it doesn't mean that you were bad or wrong. You just found a, a way that works in a new scenario or 
whatever. There is no, this absolute version of perfect is so self-limiting because it breeds fear that, you know, change is bad. And we need to redefine perfect if it creates fear because fearlessness isn't, fearlessness isn't, you know, being at a place where you have nothing to be afraid of, but it's being in a place where you choose not to be afraid of things and you choose to make the best decision for you and your environment and, you know, care not about what other people's beliefs of what you're doing are wrong or incorrect or bad. It's, those are their beliefs as much as your beliefs are your own and they have the choice to believe whatever they want and you have the choice to believe whatever you want and our beliefs of how other people are wrong are completely our own choice and no more a matter of fact than their beliefs that we are wrong. So we can either take full responsibility for ourselves or try to live in controlled environments or try to put other people in controlled environments that revolve around fear of not telling people to question or not telling people or telling people to you know be afraid of knowledge that contradicts their truth and that's that's dangerous i don't care what your religion is whether your religion is nationalism whether your religion is in a church whether your religion is you know your favorite sports team because if somebody questions you know your belief and you identify with a belief rather than an idea that can provide good results or bad results, it's going to create fear. So I realized that this book, The 50th Law, which I might have judged a little harshly at first because I'm not a huge fan of 50 Cent. I don't dislike him as a musician. I've liked him more and more over the years, but I didn't see what, you know, a gangster from New York that found fame could have to teach me about fearlessness. I didn't want to live a life like him, but I realized that it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter how we're different. It matters how we're alike. And that's something I was ready to hear after I had already been practicing it in my life. And I realize now that, you know, the 50th law is the most important book that I didn't read in time. But now that I read it, it's I value that knowledge more than any other book that I've read. Um, I think that there are a lot of other books that I'm really excited to talk about and review elsewhere. But, you know, if you're somebody that doesn't feel like they've completely mastered fear, if you still feel like you are subject to fear sometimes... Um, you can benefit from reading the 50th law. I'm not saying that I never have fears, but what I'm saying is, you know, I, just as much as anyone else, can benefit from understanding the tools of fearlessness, not how to apply them as rules, but how to find the principle and the way that it applies to you. Because if you read that book and you look at it as a set of rules, you know, if you had to follow those rules exactly, that would mean you'd have to go out and, you know, sell crack in the 80s, but that's that's not the point. You figure out how to find fearlessness 
through your own experiences and learn how to adapt it and find even if there's 1% truth in there, you figure out how to fill in that 1% truth of the principles to the 99% that's different and adapt that, translate that to your own life. And I don't think I would encourage anybody to start with any other book more than the 50th law. It's, I mean, I've been watching Jordan B. Peterson videos for over a year now. And it's, I remember when he came out with Maps of Meaning, it was, I had no desire to read that because I had already learned the lessons from his videos for months before then that he wrote the book on. Same thing with 12 Rules for Life. It's based on his uh, Quora discussion that was happening a while ago. And I'm like, I'm glad he wrote a book on it. It's a very concise way to get that information out there. But it's everything that he teaches in those books, everything that, you know, these lessons that other masters that uh, Michael Lewis writes about, you know, the other masters that Robert Greene writes about in his book Mastery and the 48 Laws of Power and 33 Strategies of War, they're, they're all echoed in the one principle, the 50th law to overcome and conquer fear in ways that Marcus Aurelius taught, in ways that Jesus Christ taught, in ways that Tony Robbins taught. It just, it, these, these principles are eternal. There's always going to be people talking about them. There's always going to be people talking about them in ways that more people can understand than others. But if you want a great, concise, modern retelling of all of these in a way that addresses the biggest issue that affects us in this world is fear, I, I would give... Robert Greene in 50 Cents, The 50th Law, a try, because that's, it's a quick read, and it puts it in words that are, you know, really easy to understand, and situations that apply in our modern age, and if you want a book that can help you understand the principles that are taught in scriptures, and ancient books, and older stuff, and different generations, this is a great place to start, because the audiobook is less than, you know, Less than six hours. It's a quick read. You can do it in half that if you do twice the speed. Some people do that, but I, I suggest giving it a try. If you if you want to try out the book, I can give you access to my library so you can try that book because I, I know that if you read it, you know, you'll want to share it with other people and that'll create wealth on both Robert and 50's side and you know, wealth of knowledge, which is so much more important than anything else. So please, you know, comment, reach out to me, message me if you if you need access to this book to even just try and see, you know, a few chapters to see if it's worth it for you. You know, you can finish it, you could buy it on your own after that. I don't care, just try it. Try it. I'm I'm not saying that these ways of learning things are right or wrong. I'm saying that, you know, you don't really know until you try. So, it doesn't really make a difference to me or anyone else what you choose to try, only to yourself. So, it's only what you have to gain. I'm willing to help out anyone that needs that first step and wants to try out this book. And I look forward to reviewing other books. If you guys have a suggestion from the list in the group of a book you want me to review next, um, some of the ones I'm most excited to review are Anti-Fragile, No More Mr. Nice Guy. That's an amazing book for both men and women. It's amazing. Um, 
there's just so many of them. The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. All of these books are some of the most life-changing ones that I've read that just help me change myself. So uh, let me know what you guys want to do. If you want to do one of those that I mentioned or a different one, or you have a suggestion of a book that's not on the list that you want me to read and review. Um, I've got a bunch of Audible credits stacked up. I'm willing to give those a try and review them and sharing them with you guys, whatever you want. So, all right, I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Let me know what you think. Give me your feedback. Uh, Tell me, challenge me what I can do better, what you think I failed at, what you think I could improve on, how you think it could bring you more value with these reviews. Um, Anything goes. All right. Have a good one.